Welcome back to the Bulls and the Bears. Here in our last couple of minutes, we still need to talk about a lot of stuff. We're not going to get to even a fourth of what we had prepared. <laughs> no, we're really. not. Oh, All right, man. we spent too, too long. But it was worth it because corporate bonds, that's, that's important. important. Yeah. All right. Now, if you got bored uh, listening to corporate bonds, well, then just, just think of this, okay? I bored everybody with inflation for a long time, but it turns out it was important. Including Nigel. Including yeah. Nigel. Yeah, yeah, Nigel was bored in tears. <laughs> when are we going to start? stop talking about this? Yeah. <laughs> At any rate, um, so there are ca- some canaries in the coal mines that I wanted to talk about. One of those is uh, when you all of a sudden see one of the larger trading companies putting out a lot of shorts. Mm-hmm. Understand, large trading companies, they're market makers. Yeah. They see things as, as to uh, what's going to happen in the near future. If they're putting out a lot of shorts, they don't spend a lot of money just to just to juke people yeah most of the time because most people don't even know how to how to see shorts well and if you don't know what a short is a short is just basically them taking advantage of the market as it falls down yeah that's what it is yeah they're expecting the market to fall uh, down they're they're positioning themselves to take advantage of that mm-hmm. now they can do it on a longer term so michael burry right he yeah. was kind of shorting the market but he was doing it through the bond market so he was six and nine months out yeah and you know what he was right he was uh, the bonds, uh, the the prices have dropped while the rates have, have gone up. Mm-hmm. So he knew what he was doing. He saw it a year out, and he was prepared. Yeah. He was shorting the market. All right, well, so now PIMCO's doing it. That's kind of a canary in the coal mine, all right? Seeing uh, companies miss their... Uh, earnings. Miss their earnings, canary in the coal mine. Yeah. They were already negative and talking negative, and it's worse than they expected. Well, and, and right. something to, to kind of realize is that even though there's a lot of people out there saying, hey, the market may go down 40, 50, 60%, whatever it is, that doesn't mean that individual companies, speaking of earnings, yeah. can't go down farther than that. Right. And there are companies that are already down more than 50%. Much more. Right. So just be cautious on saying, hey, something's down 50%. That's as far as it'll go. I'm jumping in. Don't do that. Yeah. Like <laughs> Peloton. Yeah, exactly. We like talked Peloton. about that before. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now, here's here's one that's really interesting. Um, during the quarterlies, Elon Musk came out and, and was talking about Tesla. Mm-hmm. And he said, yes, in the near future, we see some pain. However, overall, it's going to be epic. Epic. Hmm. Now, yeah. You know, yeah, we, we are going to, he said, quadruple um, our, our last year. Wow. Now, let, let's just think about that, okay? Because if he quadrupled last year at their, at their stock prices, and he was talking specifically about the, the stock price. Yeah. If he quadrupled that, it would be a $4.4 trillion company bigger than Apple. Wow. It's nowhere close right now. No. Okay. All right. Well, that is, I think, a bold statement for a couple of reasons. Number one, um, he's got a lot more competition he does. Than he used to have. Almost every manufacturer of cars out there is yeah. creating some type of electric vehicle. Right. Now, most of them are creating kind of the everyday man electric vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. Ford's got one. Chevy's got one. But then you've got the new entrants specifically targeting what Elon Musk used to target as the higher end market, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, like uh, what is it? Lucid. Lucid, yep. Right? The Lucid Air. Well, okay, or that's neon, competing. Or Neo. Yeah. That's another one. So that's competing with his high end. And then he's got everything else competing with his, you know, with his Model 3s. Mm-hmm. And now we've got trucks out competing with his Cybertruck. He's got a lot more competition. Competition usually doesn't mean you can grow as fast as you used yeah, to. Yeah, because you don't have a monopoly on the, pro- right. on the 
things anymore. So thinking he's going to grow within his time frame of what he was talking about four times what uh, what his growth was in, in 2019 when he had a lot less competition, mm-hmm. uh, that's, I don't know. All of a sudden I'm thinking, mm, are you sure? And I start wondering, why would he say something like that in the face of what we are looking at in the near future? And then I remembered, oh yeah, he's trying to buy a company right now. Mm-hmm. He has to sell his stock, and he's been doing that, which has been knocking Tesla down faster than the market, by the way. Yeah. All right. He's been selling his stock in order to pay for, um, for Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Right? He needs the price to keep up. Yeah. So he's got to give, he's got to give some, some pretty – even though he came out and said, yeah, we're, near term, we're going to see some losses. Well, but he, long he, term, it's great. He did the same thing for GameStonk and for Dogecoin and whatever. Well, yeah, but he didn't control those companies. He didn't control them, but he he did the same thing where he manipulated the market a little bit just by saying a couple of words, yeah. and they they moved in price dramatically. Yeah. And so he knows he has a little bit of that power. Yeah. So the problem is, is if you're in Tesla, and believe me, we see people every day that thought that Tesla was the next greatest thing, and they were they were continuing to buy. Even in, you know, 2019, 2020, mm-hmm. um, well, when those that understand business were saying, all right, we've probably seen a top of their, of their fast growth, mm-hmm. and now we're going to see some more moderate growth because of the new entrance in the markets, all right? We saw a lot of people still throwing money at it, thinking it's the next big like thing. Like a gamble. Because, it yeah, was crazy. Obviously, if Elon Musk is in it, then it must be awesome. Yeah. All right, well... Everything that he's got in had some amazing upfront growth and then just kind of leveled out. Yeah. Because that's what happens with almost every new type of company out there. Mm-hmm. It's going to have some upfront amazing growth and then it's going to yep. kind calm of flat down line a little bit. When, all, when, when, uh, when uh, competition comes in. All right. First thing that he got into was what was that? The PayPal. Oh, pay, PayPal. oh, that was his first company. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the massive growth in PayPal? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, sideways, because other entrants came in yep. and all of a sudden he was competing with a whole bunch of other places, Venmo and all of the rest of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's what's going to happen with any business. So long-term believer that Tesla is just going to keep exploding. Uh, I don't know that I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. And you own a Tesla, so it's not like you're biased or anything. No. A- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's not that I'm, that I'm anti-Tesla. Yeah. Nigel might be, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I am a little bit, all right? <laughs> not going to lie. Well, you, but but it, it's more because of the stories that I've heard, you know, how much people have thrown at it and how what kind of bath they're taking on that right now. Yeah, it, it's more the fact that people gamble their money away in stocks like that that just make yeah. me cringe. And it's not because I, I hate the company. I hate what people do to the company. Um, and, and which their they, expectations are un, unrealistic. Yeah. They don't trade yeah. and invest like they should. I watch them lose a lot of money. I feel bad, but I'm like, Hey, you yeah. know, you shouldn't do that, but they just continue to do these things. And I just, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. If you have no idea how to evaluate a company either, you know, now we've taken two ways of evaluation. Understand Nigel looks at a company and the only thing he looks at is going to be the chart. Yeah. All right. Um, because I'm going to be on the radio show and I want to explain things and how, how things look long-term, I kind of dig into their numbers a little bit. I have an understanding of, of how to look at a company in the long-term based on... Now, that's not the way I trade or invest. Yeah. I trade or invest on the chart mm-hmm. because it, it's going to be much more predictive. 
Um, and, and it's going to be much safer for me understanding because I don't want to ever take a bath on something, right? It's going to be much safer for me to do that than it is, uh, to, to look at it long term and only look at the long term based on information from the past. Yeah. Information from the past isn't a beautiful, it's not a wonderful predictor of the future. Mm-hmm. However, it, the past shadows or the future shadows, the past yeah. kind of. So it, it's something, something's better than nothing. But if you have no idea how to look at either of those, you might well, need some, yeah, uh, you, some education. You might, yeah. Either education or give somebody else your money yeah. okay? <laughs> because you're going to lose. And then you're going to decide that trading and investing doesn't work. So, you know, everything must be a scam. That's my favorite line when people tell me that. They're like, oh, trading doesn't work. And I'm like, no, no, no. You just don't know what you're doing. Yes. That's that's the reality of it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, we don't have a lot of time left, you know, but with our last just remaining minute here. Mm -hmm. All right. I just want to talk about oil really fast. Okay. Because oil is going to be a big driver in the future. Now we've enjoyed some low price. Well, we've enjoyed. Lower than it was. We have enjoyed prices not rising like they were early in the in the year mm-hmm. over the last several months. And the reason is, is because governments across the world have, have opened their reserves, mm-hmm. uh, you know, putting more supply of oil into the market than there actually is. Okay. So Russia shut down uh, their oil program because everybody's got sanctions on them. Yeah. That cut off a huge supply of oil. So in order to combat uh, prices, gas prices raising as fast as they have, yeah. Company or countries just opened up their reserves. Yeah. Understand that that's kind of running out. Yeah, they and only it, have so yeah. much in reserves. Yeah, and electric cars, the the new push towards electric cars isn't going to solve it, okay? No. <laughs> because that electricity that you put in your car actually comes from the electric company, which guess what? Burns oil yeah. to make electricity, okay? So the more energy they have to produce to put in the car, the more oil they have to burn. Exactly. All right, so oil isn't going away, not in the near future. Yeah, you may actually see a... A spike in the oil you prices. Might, right, because, yeah, the oil reserves are getting pretty low, and eventually they're going to have to stop feeding that supply, but Russia isn't coming online anytime soon. To feed that supply. To feed the supply. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we might, see, we might see some more growth in the oil market. Now, that's bad at the pump, but, hey, good if you know how to handle that in the markets. Yeah. Right. Got some trades going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm not giving a stock tip here, but, hey, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, stomp, stomp. Oil probably is going to see some more, some more upward pressure. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, with that, that's all the time we have this week. So tune in next week. But in the meantime, we've got two classes that you can come to to figure out how to take control of your own trading and investing. Mm-hmm. Right. We've got the three days, which, again, is for those people that know that they want to trade. They're ready to trade. They just need to know how to start and what what to start trading. What asset to start trading. Right. Stocks, options, futures, Forex, crypto, you know, what is it all and how do you, how do you start working it? What are the strategies behind it? Mm -hmm. That's what we do in the three days. If that's you, just give us a call and get into that class. Again, it's typically a $299 class. If you call in and, and get registered right now, just $99, 66% off. All right. So the number is 8448-TRADER. That's 844-887-2337. Tell them you want the $99 class or text dollar sign 99 to 25029. That's dollar sign 99 to 25029. If you want the free class, call the same number, 8448-TRADER, and let them enroll you. Or text WEALTH, the word WEALTH, to 25029. That's all the time we have. We'll see you next week.